You know, we saw what Dr. King, you know, what he did and all of these things. And so in the midst of the darkness, I think it's so important that you hold on to the vision and the exposure or whatever you had from before. Because again, again, it didn't look anything like I thought it was going to look at the time. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. Today's show is brought to you by Ashford University. Ashford University is a WSCUC accredited institution that offers innovative online degree programs that can help you achieve your higher education goals. Higher learning is more accessible than ever and can easily fit into your schedule. Gain skills you can use in your job now and knowledge that prepares you for the job market of tomorrow. We are a few weeks into 2020 and we know that flipping the calendar creates endless possibilities. New and exciting opportunities are coming your way. And you, well, your job is to be ready for them. And it all starts with earning your master's degree at Ashford University. Get ready to grab new opportunities. Start your master's degree today. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu forward slash success. That's ashford.edu forward slash success to start your master's degree today. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined, as always, by Douglas Thomas, the hip-hop preacher. I, you know, I always... In the yeah, building. It always hurt me, though, because I'm second. Douglas. I'm here in the Beijing. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll get Carl. We got Carl coming back. Uh, don't worry. Carl is uh, a little under the weather. Pray for Carl, man. Uh, pray for the fam. Of course, he was under the weather. His uh, uncle also passed, so Carl been dealing with a couple things over the last a couple, couple weeks. But I talked to him earlier, man. He's doing phenomenal. And we'll be back in our... Studios studio. soon. Yeah. Next few weeks, we'll be back in the studio. Uh, my right, I also got my brother, the nine to five millionaire in the, the building. Nine to five million. Hey, let's go, Doctor King on Doctor King, oh, King Day. Oh, I have a dream. I have a dream. And drink. we in Atlanta. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. and we in E's uh, middle class hotel room, <laughs> as you can see. You know, it's like six Part rooms. Two. We're in, yeah, we're, yeah, we're in, yeah, exactly. So, um, no, nah, man, uh, it is. <laughs> We are recording this on uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Day, which is uh, just huge. Um, and so, man, just I guess we could start there before we get into the podcast. E, obviously, you know, huge inspiration of yours and everybody. Um, but I think you maybe even more so as a speaker, a pastor, right. um, and just kind of like he was. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, modeling yourself kind of. Yeah. In that lane, and I think it was maybe even you know more so appropriate that 
you know, being the work we were doing yesterday yeah. with the young kids. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we do this every year and I, I, we will continue to do it every yeah. year, but we can't open the podcast and not discuss, you know, the legacy and kind of what it means to you. And I mean, you're... Dr. King used to stay at Mall House, you know what I'm saying? So we can get into that too. And that's not a joke. That's no, the real deal. So Yeah, that property. Yeah. yeah. That's man, that's huge. But I, you know, I I think crazy what happened to me this morning. Uh, shout out to Kev and a couple other people. But like I literally received happy birthday. Happy, you know, happy MLK Day. Like, you know, it's like Merry Christmas, Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my circle, there were mm-hmm. a few. Uh, white males that hit me up this morning was like, and I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's dope, period, you know, that Martin Luther King was able to leave such a legacy that, you know, we honor, you know, his 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 uh, life and his legacy. But the fact that, like, I think Martin Luther King was super be proud, not just that, you know, me and you like, what up? But, but to have, you know, white males in my inner circle hit me up like, yo, E, Man, and thank you for all you do. I was like, yo, M.L. would have been proud of himself yeah, that, yeah. That, that he put us in a position that we, even in our company, even last night with the work we do, you would have thought only black students would have came, but you had you you had all kinds of students show yeah. up yesterday. And I was proud of that. Like one family drove an hour away from Jackson, you know, um, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So, and he had about five or six of his kids all white male, female children. I was just like, wow, this is what Dr. Martin Luther King was all about. But um, for me, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. You know, I didn't really realize it. You know, like when you see him on TV and you see him, you know, the marches or whatever. But yesterday, imagine having over a thousand kids mm-hmm. locked and loaded. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like focus, like going over. And I think he helped me a lot because before it was a movement to me, or before I saw myself in his light, it was just like a message. But yesterday, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like I gave them a card and was like, step one, step two, step three, like y'all need steps. And when you leave, like don't leave, um, oh man, Maul got it, that's crazy. Maul got that joker right here. So it's like, yo, don't leave motivated or pumped up or inspired, but like here, here is the blueprint. Like if you do these 10 steps, you know, we can go from, Man, and I'm so privileged because when Martin Luther King was doing this, literally, you know, they got dogs out. You know, they had to have the National Guards out. You know, he got shot and killed, you know, and we were like color water final, white water final. Like we literally now are in a position where we one step away, one step removed from what he really dreamed. Like when he was doing it, they might have been 50 steps you know what I'm saying? Right, like right. it was on something we can overcome, but you might have been 50 steps from it. Mm-hmm. It's like I was watching the Super Bowl, um, I mean, uh, um, AFC and NFC Championship, and I'm just like, yo, both of these teams are one step away from being a champion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you go from preseason to the season to the playoffs, not a one step. Like I'm looking last night with Martin Luther King, like, yo, this is a black school, and this school looked like a university. Yeah. Benjamin Banneker looked like a major university. So I'm like, y'all, we only one step away. And now the dangerous thing is it's only one person keeping you from, you feel me, Mm Ma? Like I think about, you know, what you do with the make real estate real. 
It's like, yo, you in the room, you only, you only your credit score, an application, you know what I'm saying? You only a down payment away yeah. from being a multimillionaire and, and having land. Like we fought for 40 acres and a mule. Yeah. And it's just like yesterday I was so geek. I was like, thank you, MLK. Yeah, I'm doing what you're doing, but I'm only one step removed from these kids being able to be anything they want to be. When we leave here, ain't nobody waiting for us outside. When we leave here, ain't nobody got to worry about getting shot and killed by somebody because they don't like the fact that we ain't here talking about what we talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yo, we got police officers here. Like, yo, we, and I just was geek, man. Like, yo, we one step removed. And then for the kids, and a lot of people don't know this, Maul, but when Martin Luther King was doing this, he wasn't popular. He, he didn't get popular votes from the white side, and he only had like 29% votes from the black side. Yeah. So he wasn't, po I was popular yesterday. Right, right. <laughs> I was popular. Yeah. Like the kids coming up to me taking pics. We had a DJ going in there. Right, right. It was people on the news wanted to come out. It was parents bringing their kid. Like I was popular. MLK wasn't popular. I don't know if people remember, but it was like a division between the way he was doing it and people like Marcus Garvey, people like Malcolm X, and people was like, yo, you a punk. Like you mm -hmm. punking out with this, like we shall overcome foolishness, nah, nah, marching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sit-ins. They was like, "Yo, that's whack." Like we got to go eye for eye, two for tooth. Like let's go get registered. The Black Panthers was in Cali right. getting registered with guns, bro. They weren't playing, and so he wasn't as popular then as he is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you feel what I'm saying? And so, but me yesterday because of him, I'm in that joker super mm -hmm. uh, popular. People posting stuff on the internet, sending it out. So yeah, man, yesterday. Was was just like, man, I owe him so much. Let's not forget Coretta Scott King, Absolutely. you know, and his kids who had to make, so I look at Didi like, Didi be like, okay, you was out all day. Now it's my time. I'm thinking like Martin Luther King didn't have no time. You know what I'm saying? Coretta right. didn't have he no was time. Out all day, yeah. It was an all day affair for yeah, multiple yeah. days. No his cell kids phone. didn't get to see him, no sale. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't Fake, uh, fake text, DD and tech. Oh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. It was, um, yesterday was phenomenal. And today, just to sit back and look at his legacy, it's just like his name will be remembered forever. That's big, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. What would be our legacy, as you always say? Yeah. 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 And for you, Ma, yeah, you heard me say it. Yeah, that's big. Um, but yeah, no, to have. Uh, to live in a home yeah. where Dr. King spent some time. And I guess if you feel like you could tell that story of kind of like how you know that and the history behind that. Yeah, it's crazy because before I even bought our house, you know, I didn't know that Dr. King actually um, actually used to stay there yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And so the, the lady who lived in our house before us, you know, she, she passed away at 101 years old. Wow. She never had kids. She was part of this minister's coalition. Right, that was down south. She came to Chicago with the Great Migration with her parents, and they occupied her house. They were one of the wow. first black families wow. in that area, and this was Millionaire's Row. So all of these mansions were lined up, and it was nothing but like white families, rich white families, prestigious yeah. white families. Yeah. And this first black family came from Mississippi, and they were ministers, evangelists, and they lived in our home. Now this woman, her name was Primrose Funches. Mm. Um, she was I sound rich. Oh yeah, mm. Primrose, yeah. Primrose Funches, <laughs> and and she um, was over the Ministers Coalition that Dr. Martin the Young, Dr. Martin Luther King wow. belonged to. So she was actually over him. She was like one of his mentors wow. um, in this coalition. And whenever he used to come to town, him and his young bride, Coretta Scott yeah, King, yeah, young bride, yeah, young bride. <laughs> she they would come and stay at our house. 
And this is people I had older people that was in the neighborhood tell me. Now, this is a keep, keep in mind, I already own the house. Yeah. I'm fixing the house up. I'm like, man, this house is beautiful. Yeah. My family gonna stay out here. We're living on King Drive. Yeah. And it was crazy because just to go back to the name of the street, the name of the street before that was called Grand Boulevard. Yeah. The lady Primrose Funches, she's instrument, instrumental on renaming that street after her friend, Dr. Martin Luther King. So you can just imagine, bro. And a lady, it was a lady that lived in our neighborhood that passed away and she would tell me, next door neighbor, she would say, oh, young man, do you know who used to stay at this house? Mm. Like, do you know? Mm. Do you really know the history of this house? And I don't know, no man. And she told me the whole thing about the lady Primrose Funches was, was that just the history of her alone was something. But to say that, oh yeah, every time Martin Luther King would come here, she, he would uh, come in the house and she would cook dinner for him. And in the front door is this huge staircase. You both yeah, of y'all been to the house. Huge staircase with this huge mirror. And as soon as you walk in the house, the reason why the architect built this uh, house this way in the 1800s because they believed in capturing the image of the person that walked into the house. And I told C before, I said, man, it's so crazy. I did the history of this house and I'm the least, I'm the least of them that lived in this house. Wow. Mm. I'm the least of them. Wow. You know, the guy that built the house, Charles Kern, when he passed away, he left his wife over hundred million dollars in the 1800s, which we consider like a billion dollars today. Absolutely. You know, Primrose Funches, I'm not sure of the amount of money she had, but when you just look at her legacy, and who she was and how she poured into Dr. Martin Luther King and to know that this man walked into this house. So every time I walk into this house, man, there's huge mirrors right there and it's at the top of the stairs. And so just imagine the feeling, even when I'm about to go speak with you, I'm just like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, like Dr. Martin Luther King the image. And this is the original, we had this mirror appraised out. And it's the original mirror from the 1800s. So you could just imagine just all of the greatness. I've even had my children going from this mirror and like, look at yourself. Yeah. Do you know who stood in this mirror before yeah. you? Yeah, no question. Like, look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can do it. What's the mark you're going to leave? And, you know, that's what I look at myself. Like, what's my mark? What's my part? What am I going to do now? You know, like, man, Dr. Martin Luther. And it's crazy because the first person, Charles Kern, he was a businessman, multimillionaire in the 1800s. But yet I had another person like, 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 like Dr. Martin Luther King who, who wasn't on money, but he was on legacy. Right, right. So I figured that I'm going to make myself both of them. Yeah, no you know, I'm going to make myself a businessman and, that's on the yeah, money, but yet yeah. I'm going to have that other part where I want to affect yeah. millions of people. So I'm going to make, while I'm making millions, yeah. I want to affect millions. Wow. You know, so I figured like that's my legacy, no you know, with both of them. So man, it's yeah, just- Somebody's going to be talking about we were in that house. We were in that house, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? How many years from now, they're going to be like, Ma, EC, so and so, like they was at your daughters who gonna be tennis greats. Yeah. I was watching tennis this morning. I was watching the Australian Open like two o'clock this morning. And I was like, yo, the girl's gonna eventually be in that circle. So yeah. people are gonna be able to go back. Imagine that one house is gonna have that much legacy. Mm. Man, that's crazy that we talk about leaving a legacy, but even a house, because it started with legacy, is keeping the legacy going. Yeah. Is that isn't that crazy? Yeah. That one house. One house has that much legacy in that one house. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just a blessing, bro. And I'm just- I'm about to go look in the mirror in the <laughs> Look in the mirror. In February, that's I'm the name. Look, in the, look in the mirror. You feel me? What? Check in and see uh, who owned my house in 05. You know what I'm saying? It might have been somebody sweet off in that joke. Yeah, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? 05, I'm trying to see <laughs> Mr. Johnson. What? Well, he was on when he built that he pool. Was on <laughs> he was on something. He was on something. He was on something. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was on something. I ain't looked what, in the bro? mirror yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot. No Look wonder I'm slipping. Um, <laughs> man, uh, uh, so many things to talk about. Um, man, uh, and, and I don't know which way y'all want to go. Um, but more you talked about, and maybe we could stay on exposure. Um, you know, that that how big that was for you. Uh, but, you know, as we get uh, more seasoned in our careers and things like that, I just think of all the things we're exposed to, right? All the people you're exposed to. And so we talk about like, uh, you know, when Avery was going through, you know, that thing, it's like, yo, I had pediatric surgeons, I had, you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, I'm just exposed to a whole new environment. And, you know, for you, of course, when you were exposed to, you know, cats in the NFL and yeah. things of that nature, just a different lifestyle, a broader lifestyle, E, you, when you came uh, to Oakwood, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that we don't get into a whole lot, um, but we should, yeah. you know, and, and particularly I was thinking yesterday about like the Bell Tower ministry, right? Like, you know what I mean? And it, you know, what's crazy is I actually don't know a ton about it, even though I've heard about it, but I'm looking like, wow, when you look at all the steps it took to get here, and I, I was thinking about it, you know, in two ways, because yesterday, I'm be real. So. You, we've come so far from where we were, but yesterday was like going back in the future right. because it was right. exactly where we started. Yeah. yeah. So what we did yesterday in Atlanta, which you're not the boss of me, was exactly the same thing E and I came up doing. But imagine how, because of the exposure, right, how much my mind was blown because I remember back in the day, listen, man, oh, man, I, I think I can't remember. I think it was Q who was right there, uh, yeah. and, and yeah. you know what I told Q? I said, bro, picture this. I said, first of all, we was in gyms that wasn't nowhere near this nice. Right. And I said, imagine you got a thousand kids mm -hmm. on both sides, yeah. bleachers here, bleachers here. No mic, no speakers. Yeah. Bro, in the gym, the kids can barely hear a word you saying. Yeah. The kids going ham. I said, bro, think about this. Whatever you think of me and E and the movement now and what we you know came up and how things go now, I said, I remember being in New Jersey, speaking on stage. The kids were so wild. The principal came and took the mic out of my hand. We had a mic this time. It was like, remember that? We, 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 Joe, yeah, Clark, Joe Clark came. My man came and took the mic out of my hand and was like, yo, you embarrassing us in front of these dudes that came to come speak to you and try to give y'all a word. And I'm like, so then yesterday, E comes in. The kids going crazy, adults going crazy. Mm. And I'm like, Hold on, yo. you gotta talk about the smoke. The oh, band. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah, got DJs. Not just the band, but what was the other section you no, saw no, with the violin? But, but listen, I, I honestly felt like in my spirit, somebody needed to hear this. Because it, it, it may have had nothing to do with speaking. Whatever your career is, or wherever you at in life, there was a time when Eric Thomas and CJ out on the road together, the principal had to grab the mic out of our hand and tell the students like, yo, I'm about to suspend y'all. You about to get in. You embarrassing me. You about to get expelled. Y'all better be quiet. Mm. And they handed the mic back like, all right, keep going. Mm. Yeah. I'm saying, but like from that to E walks in yesterday, by the way, I was thinking like when E walked in yesterday, I'm like, man, E famous for real. I'm like, this is getting scary. No, no, no. It's scary. Like he walked in and like. I, you know, of course, I'm forgetting. So I, I'm like in my mind, like this is my brother, like, like 
We blood couldn't make us no tighter. And he come in, and so I'm like, oh, let me. I ain't seen him in a couple of days. I was like, let me acknowledge. I couldn't. Even, I was like, oh, 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 oh. Right, I'm like, dang, I can't even. No, it just it's different. Then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wow, like. We was in, it wasn't too long ago, we was in like Crenshaw, California, Orange, New Jersey, and they were like literally ready to throw rotten eggs at us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember thinking back then, like, dog, I can't even imagine, like, yo, if y'all would just listen to us, we sweet. Yeah. Like, I got some information. Like, I know what you're thinking. They got a motivational speaker coming in, and trust me, I didn't want to hear that when I was young either. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, we different. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, and, no, 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 listen to what I'm saying. We were dope. And we were dope back then. Yeah. He, he was cold back then. Mm -hmm. But the exposure and what we've been exposed to and how we've been able to build this thing now has us in a completely different light. And I'm telling you, somebody out there, you started a business yeah. and it don't look the way you think it should look. Yeah. When we were doing that, I didn't picture the principal having to be like, hey, yeah, mic. sit down. Yeah. And then they give me the mic back. Like, all right, continue where you were. Yeah. It didn't look the way I thought it should look. But staying to it, and I'm so grateful for exposure because we saw what it could look like. You know, we saw what Dr. King, you know, what he did and all of these things. And so in the midst of the darkness, I think it's so important that you hold on to the vision and the exposure or whatever you had from before. Because, again, again, it didn't look anything like I thought it was going to look at the time. Yeah. When he was like, yo, we about to go and do this and, you know, we're going to change lives. We're going to do all these things. Imagine how defeated I would feel after we went to a school like that and they was wilding out like that and then we was like, all right, appreciate y'all time. And the kids just get up and walk up. We walking through the midst of the kids. They like, excuse me, move. Like, and to get to this point. And so- I wonder what those kids, man, it's probably crazy. I wonder what those kids thinking now. Oh yeah, you know I mean- I'm saying? I'm saying they're not kids, yeah, now. No, they're yeah, adults. Yeah. But they know the videos. And oh, I no know question. they probably watching like, yo, that dude came to our school. And, and I'm sure though, Maul, and this is why people who are in their journey, you have to be careful. Um, man, it's this video I wanted to show y'all when y'all first got in, <laughs> but I didn't get to show y'all. Stupid, it's on Facebook, right? It's a third world country. And so this dude takes this old TV. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, the big boxes, remember back yeah. in the day? He takes this old TV, lifts, you know, put, lifts the dirt, puts it about six feet under, mm -hmm. and then he put the dirt back on top of it. Then he started watering it. And then it's a little bit of tree. And then the tree grow big. And then it's like a big plasma <laughs> 60 inch right, on right, that right. boy. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stupid. I'm uh -huh. dying laughing. Big 60 inch plasma. Yeah. And he take that sucker and run. But I'm like, <laughs> yo, like that's what's happening when you first start your thing. You're actually digging it, the dirt and you're putting your seed in the ground. Right. And we know that before a seed can grow, it has to die. And so it's in the dirt, it's dark, it's black, the seed dies. Right. But once the seed dies, it something comes to life. Mm -hmm. And so to CJ's point, when we're in our darkest point, that's when everything that we think is, because we thought certain ways about the school, all that had to die. Yeah. And when we were going through our struggle, that's really what brought forth the light. Like that's that's like to me, when you're in your darkest point, that's when you're either going to go to your greatest point or you gonna stop because it's like dark, it hurt. Like it's not glamorous. And I think the dark part is so important because it really weeds people out because everybody wanna be down when it look great, but you don't really know who's really, who got your back and who you supposed to be with unless you go through the dark. Right. Like the dark is what proves mm -hmm. 
You deserve to be here. Yep. You feel me? And so I'm just thinking, though. You adopted the dark. <laughs> I was raised in the dark. I was born in the dark. You know what I'm saying? You break your You scroll by the dark. You know what I'm saying? You live in the dark. Yeah, you bring it down to the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to believe that there were kids in the midst of that who were listening to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would see was like, we dope. You got to believe there was a couple kids that was watching these other kids clown. It's like, yo, I ain't even, I'm going to get focused. But I wonder those kids that was clowning. That now they watching the videos. Cause because we got a kid from Michigan State who we saw a video mall. This kid, I don't know if he put it up. I think he put it up, but he was literally on like a drug. So he might it might have oh, yeah, been yeah, yeah. meth or something. He was one of our students at Michigan State. Or crack. Oh, he was on crack cocaine. And he and that person recorded it while he was on crack. And so he's uh, uh, yeah. Like little yeah, doing, I mean, he bro, don't gone. crack, bro. Gone. He sent the video to us, mm -hmm. and this is what he said. Then he showed me a video of where he is right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like, "E, I got on crack, bro. I was homeless, bro." He was like, "Yo, before y'all even blew up, I was y'all first student, mm. and everything you and CJ told me, I didn't do it. Now I'm watching the videos." Yeah. He like, I'm watching the videos now, Marcus. My man, like, I'm watching them and growing. He was like, I had, before the I videos, right I had y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all was sitting, like, before y'all started doing videos, y'all was kicking it to me. Mm -hmm. And y'all, and, and he was one of our um, get up at six o'clock in the morning boys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Seems to have a group of kids, males, getting up, what was it called? Male initiative, some kind of street team. street team. And they would meet at six and we doing stuff with them. He was like, yo, I was there. Bro, I was off the chain, dog. Yeah. I don't even know. I, like, I was so mad. Remember, I would come in the room. Like, we would be like, e and I, we was like a fraternity. Yeah. We was like, yo, meet us at 6 o'clock in the morning at Bessie Hall. Yeah. Bro, we'll go up to Bessie Hall. And I make. I was like, the problem is y'all distracted. I'll make them stand in the line. Like, don't move. Don't flinch. Nothing. Bro, I took a trash can, a metal trash can, and like threw it over their head. And that's a... Wow, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that sounds like hazing, bro. But but but, but <laughs> we was we were trying to get we were trying. I didn't even know. I was only like twenty. Like some police. That's what they did in the police drunk. academy. <laughs> but I was just like, yo, y'all not focused. But yeah. you know, to E's point, you know, when you think back on those moments, and again, every moment that it took to get to here, and I said yeah. it on the call the other night, and I was just like, yo, it's crazy, but. Like, people abort their mission so fast because it doesn't look the way they thought it should yeah. look. Mm -hmm. But you've never been down this path, so how do you know what it's supposed to look like anyway? Go back to that instant gratification boy that we yeah. talked about, man. Yeah, go Everybody for it. knows. Yeah. It's everybody looking for that instant gratification. And that's why, you know, I'm so big on exposure. I tell people, man, exposure to me is more important it's than money. Anything, it's bigger it's than bigger anything anything you can have because yeah. what it does, yeah. exposure saves you time. Yeah. It saves you from right. mistakes. Right. Just look at it. I'm going to go back to what we were talking about. CJ the other day was telling me, he was just like, man, Ma, it's just crazy. You know, he always talk about like when y'all first started and things like that. And he was just like, man, I've coached a lot of speakers. And he was like, and I have yet to see a speaker pick it up this quick like you have. He's like, I mean, with no training. He's like, you just, other than the conversations we've had, mm -hmm. he's just like, you've never taken a speaker's class. You've never given a, a, a speech anywhere. And he was like, bro, I've never seen anybody that fast. And I looked at C and I looked at him, I was like, bro, I'm supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why you think you're supposed to? I'm like, bro, I'm connected with the number one motivational speaker in the world. I'm connected with CJ, the number one co-teacher in the world. So I was like, bro, the exposure that I'm getting organically, I've never set up with E 
And like, okay, E, how do you become a good speaker? I've never asked that question. Right, right. E never sat down with me like, Ma, this is what you got to say on stage. E's never done that. Mm -hmm. But yet, being around E, just in conversation, being around you, we talk so much. I'm here, your family, everything. So the exposure level, it's just like I could flip and say, I've never seen anybody um, buy nine properties, 10 properties in less than seven months. Right. That just started out right. in real estate. Mm -hmm. But because of the exposure level from being connected with somebody who's been in real estate for 20 years, you're supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to succeed in real estate. You're not supposed to go through the things that I went through Absolutely. maybe in the beginning Absolutely. or somebody else just starting no out. So that exposure takes you 10, 20 years past and leap years yeah. past everybody else right. yeah. because of who you're connected with. Yeah. And it did the same thing for me as far as just speaking. And just, you know, just that whole personal development and things like that, bro. So I tell people, man, they don't value exposure enough. You, people don't value it, bro. They looking for that instant gratification. Yeah. They just trying they to get in with stuff. They're looking for the end, and they don't realize that what exposure does, it gives you the process. Yeah. That gets you to the end. Yeah. You feel me? And so to your point, I was like, me and Didi were talking. We was like, yo, we got blessed Mr. Burnett and Miss, Miss uh, Sister Burnett. He did two things, well, three things. So the first thing he did was he was the first African-American that I knew um, that put, that organized the Democratic National Convention, wow. right? And he also did the like Baptist National Convention. Mm -hmm. So like I literally would go to these events with him and see him hire people from ground up that would take a hotel and that's going to sit 10,000 people. And from the way it looked from when we walked in to the right. finish that you see on TV, when you're watching them debate, he put that whole thing together. I'm sitting here with President Clinton. I'm with the mayor of Detroit. Like I'm with, you know what I'm saying? I'm with governors. Mm -hmm. I got my black suit on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like got my little pin on. People think. And this is before, by the oh, way, bro. this is like you, I didn't I, even before have I even knew I don't even wow. think I had my degree by then, like the wow. first one. This was in the middle of the 12 yeah. to get a it phone. Was a toe. It was, it was like, like six, seven, eight. I was about in the 10. <laughs> right. I was about in the 10 when I met <laughs> Mr. B. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually I met his son in 99, and I didn't graduate to 2001. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was in that process. So imagine me being with Mr. B, and, and they doing concerts. So he bringing in the Gap Band. You know, he bringing in... Um, Cooling the gang, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because it's that age, or whatever. He bringing in all the stars, so you you getting to meet. And I'm talking about not meet more like. I mean, yeah. they at dinner, yeah. they in the room with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Baby, baby, like he knew all these people, and I'm in the room like with these, seeing these people mm -hmm. walk in and out, not really paying attention. Because to C's point, I never saw myself here. Mm -hmm. But now it makes sense because I was with the cats who was number one yeah. in their industry, and I'm hearing the conversation. The verbiage is more than anything, Maul. Let me tell you something. Here's the thing I think that's the sweetest thing about exposure. You're sitting with Clinton, not like, I'm not with Clinton like, you know, in a big audience where he talking to people. We in the back. Yeah. And so now you're hearing conversations, and I'm like, oh, they human. Yeah. Seriously. No, that was a thing that really blew my mind. I'm in the back with the oh, Commodores. Oh, we knew Bill was human. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. We knew Bill. Bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the saxophone. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the saxophone. Oh, exactly. I'm sitting in the hall. I'm sitting in the saxophone. I'm sitting in the hall. Bill, very human. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I heard, I saw people on TV and I was just like, wow. Tell him that is human. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like, I like <laughs> living this way. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
I like women this way. And so y'all never have to know, y'all never have to question who's the one that takes us off track, who's the one with the jokes. You never have to wonder. Bro, I couldn't. It was too good, and it was just I was like, see, let me go. I'm not mad. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I needed to get it in. I'm sorry. Back to business. No questions. So you have to you have to convince with Clinton. You and Clinton. Well, you Clinton and Babyface. Yeah, right. <laughs> Walking to a bar. You feel me? And they were talking, and I was just like, yo, they humans. Yeah. Yep. It was funny. Yep. I met a dude. Um, we were in Virginia Beach. Uh, me and Nikki was in Virginia Beach doing a gig, and the guy came to me and was like, yo, bro, I promise you I'm not trying to disrespect you. Like, I look up to you. You you, you know, you my hero, but you said something today. And, mm -hmm. he, and I was like, what'd I say? He said, man, I'm for real. I'm not trying to disrespect I was like, bro, whatever. Just say it. I'm a human. You and whatever. Mm -hmm. He was like, yo, bro, I just realized today you know better than me. Mm. And I was like, wow. Like, I don't know why you thought I was in the first place. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, I don't, right. I'm, I'm, YouTube made you think that. Yeah. But but it was a revelation for him. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, wow, bro. Like, younger white male. He was like, yo, E, you ain't better than me, bro. Mm -hmm. We both human, bro. Yeah. And I looked him in the face and I said, now that you know you could fly, fly on, my Let's brother. Mm. Fly on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no more limits, bro. Yeah. Now that you yeah. just peeped out, you got wings, I told him, go fly, bro. So for me, the first thing was, I knew Mr. B, yep. and I saw him talking to them, and he was in charge. Okay. I'm like, yo, I know that dude. I go to church with that dude. That right, dude right, right. I eat dinner at my man's crib. Like, yeah. I, I, I teach his children. Yeah. Me and his mom pray together. Yeah. I physically know this dude, right. and he telling them what to do. He telling them which way to go, they writing him a check. more. I, I saw him get like 250, 300,000. He was hiring people from the church. Mm -hmm. Then the second thing that blew my mind was how we was living. So we would go to these hotels, like the Western Hotel back there, mm -hmm. you know, in D.C., and he had a presidential suite. Mm -hmm. So it had this big hook up here, mm -hmm. then a room over there, and a room over there, and I was like, well, I didn't even know that existed. But it did thought, something for you, though, didn't yeah. it? It just, I don't know what it is that it, that it does, but it it shocks your mind. It does. It shocks you. You yeah. say, whoa, yeah. like this, I'm not used to seeing this. Bruh, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I just thought there was only rooms with like, the biggest room I ever saw when I was, a, you know, maybe a kid with my mom. Embassy like, Suites. The yeah. Motel yeah. No, the Embassy <laughs> Suite, and it would be the big room. It I'm would be the double beds. That was our beds. spot back in the yeah. day. Yeah, the double beds yep. with the layout couch. Me oh. and my cup. Bro, I'm going to be- the room that connects. So, yeah. Bruh, let me say this to you. I was grown. When me and my cousins would go do stuff, like first of all, we was just in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So we was all in like, you know, the two family flats. Yeah. That was big to us. Yeah. It, you, you go to this room, eight of y'all, you go to this room. Like we was on floors. Yeah. Like, bro, we thought we went to home run in. Bro, you couldn't tell us that that wasn't the life. It actually is home run in. Oh yeah, it, 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 yeah that's the And we had the station wagon that yeah. my cousins, Ooh. we looked to different, like we looked Come toward on, man, the traffic. my life. Yeah, and we were sitting in the back. We were sitting in the back. <laughs> oh yeah, that was life. Right. And then I went to a hotel in my 20s and was mm. like, yo, people living like this. Yeah. And then I went with Mr. B and then we went on a cruise. He took me on a cruise. Ooh. I went on a cruise, bro. And, and it was like, yo, you can eat like this. And we're just sitting on the um, balcony and we we going in the ocean. Yeah. I was like, yo, ain't no birds out here. Ain't mm. no insects. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Just the big water you can see. Um, um, I was just like, bro, this is unbelievable. Going to islands for the first time. So to your point, Maul, when I came back from that exposure, bro, I was like, I'm ready to take on the world. Yeah. Why? Because I know somebody that looks like me. 
that's taking on the world. Yeah. And if he can do it, yeah. I can do it. I ain't going to lie. I see certain uh, other people on TV and I, I would actually feel like it's impossible to do what they're doing. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, there's no real. way possible you it's can do real. that. That's for celebrity. That's yeah. for whatever. But when I saw somebody that looked just like me, yep. and here's the last thing he did for me. He took me and Didi on a trip on the one. So we flew to Cali, got a convertible Mustang. And I had been speaking by this time, but we drove up the coast and we stopped and stayed in four different hotels. Mm. We stayed in the Best Western. I'm like, bro, Best Western? But this Best Western was off the ocean and you could see the ocean from the room mm. and rocks and the whole nine. And we just took, like he stopped. He took us to fancy hotel, hotels, fancy restaurants. And we spent four days just going up the coast. And you see seal, you saw whales. Yeah. Like this is the first time I had really gone to Cali and seen Cali. Cause we went and did stuff in LA, but we didn't get to see mm -hmm. like the whole swag. And we drove up the coast for four days, say that some of the best hotels, and you knew it was big time because people was looking at us like, who are y'all? Yeah. You know, people would right, be looking right, at us right. like, how y'all get that room? How y'all? Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't, uh, what's the word? He didn't spare any expense. Yeah. Like he 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 had me and Didi like the money we making now. Yeah. He had us on that back then. And my wife told me she's like, "Yo, Mr. Beatum, you know they're not necessarily old old, but they're older." And she's like, "Yo, we need to we need to do for them what they did for us." What's going on, y'all? Man, I know it's been a minute. Your boy been traveling last week. That flu hit me, but I'm going to make sure y'all hear my voice in this episode somewhere. So listen to me. This show is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, Ashford University. Now, I'm not sure how far you guys go back with us, but I want you guys to go, go on YouTube and check out our TGIM Season 1. You saw the eager, untrained Carl doing his utmost best, just trying to expose the world to the powerful messages that we were getting from E. And listen, man, you fast forward that a couple years and you look at, you know, season five, six, seven, and you see the transition in the videos. You see the transition in my skill set. Do you know what the difference was? What you witnessed was me going back to school and getting my advanced degree in video production. I was able to find a gap that I could fill, get educated in that area, and go back and create my very own niche in filmmaking. So you go back and like, to be honest, there was not a whole lot of motivational videos. You know what I mean? Like that's something that we created, man. And now it's everywhere. But I want you guys to realize that that was an opportunity I had because I went back to school. And that opportunity also you can be yours today. Listen to what I'm saying. You're doing the most. You got a lot going on. I know you're trying to balance finances, family, fitness, but get this. Ashford University has flexible scheduling that provides learners with the opportunity to achieve higher education goals while just still balancing it all. Ashford allows you to pursue your higher education online, which means you can study anywhere you want to. You don't have to be in the classroom, but more importantly, they allow you to take one six-week course at a time and still be considered a full-time student. You don't have to do any of the standardized exams, GRE, GMAT, those standardized test scores are not required for enrolling at Ashford University. And rest assured, Ashford University is a fully accredited university and they're accredited by the WASC Senior College and University Commission. Listen, make this the year you advance in your career by earning your master's degree. Get ready to grab all those new opportunities that are coming your way, just like I did with TGIM. Start your master's degree today. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. Again, that's ashford.edu forward slash success and get that master's degree started today, guys. Back to the show.
isn't it crazy how that exposure is like a full circle? Because yeah. where are you moving to? California. That yeah. image, y'all, bro. Yeah. That That's image that I y'all, saw, it, it, right. Yeah. And it gets you right back there. Yeah. And there's no image like that. I mean, I love Florida, but Cali with the mountains. Yeah. Bro, it's nothing like driving and looking at that scene. And then the, man, yeah, 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 yeah. No, and, and yeah. you know, so in the same lines as you talking, I'm like, wow, you think of the exposure that you were able to give me yeah. from off of that. And it's crazy because you, like, yeah. the, the, like, I always tell E, I'm like, even though he was only a three, you know what I'm yeah. saying, as a speaker yeah, yeah, no when I met him, that. you know what I'm saying, he had 10 now, I turned him into a 10, he was a three. But the crazy thing is, just the fact that he was going to speak places and getting a check, to me was like life. Because I had been speaking my whole life, but I never got paid for it. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about just the exposure of knowing that this could be a profession. Yeah. I didn't even know that like this was a profession. I had no idea that we could actually do this right. for a living. For he was the first right. one that told me like, no, 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 we can do this for a living. Mm -hmm. Because I had spoken a million times and I never even thought about being like, hey, uh, can how I get paid for this? How much I get for You know, but he, yeah. because of, you know, what he was exposed to. And again, it doesn't even have to be huge. I'm thinking about the fact that for real, I took one flight my whole life. I think I said this in seventh grade, we had an AAU tournament in Florida and we like took back a bunch of pop cans and like that kind of thing and raised mm -hmm. enough money to go to Florida and back. So that's seventh grade. So how old are you in seventh grade? 14? 13? Yeah. I don't know. 13, right, 13. 13. So 13, 14 was, I flew to Florida and back one time. Bro, that was the only time I've flown in my life until I met E. And then me and E, so you don't even, I don't even know if you know, but just us getting on a plane together. I'd only been on a plane one time for a basketball tournament. Us getting on the plane and flying somewhere to speak was mind blowing for me. Wow. Like just in terms of like my feelings of like, yo, like, we're actually getting on a plane and we actually going to do work and we're going to work and we're going to fly back. Bro, we, uh, again, we grew up middle class. You drive everywhere. <laughs> we went to Florida. I ain't trying to make it look like we was broke. We went to Florida, but dug on we drove. You, you stop in Atlanta, see your people, yeah. and then you get the rest of the way to Orlando. That's how you did it. So for me to get on a plane, it might not even been a paid engagement. Somebody could have, you know, one of E homies at a church in, you know, Cali or New Jersey or somebody been like, yo, come out here. And E was smart enough to go, see, I don't even really need you to speak, but just roll. Mm -hmm. And me rolling, I'm telling you, the, the amount of exposure that created for me. So if you're sitting there and you're listening to us and you're like, man, I ain't got access to Bill Clinton and Babyface, you know, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. It just needs to be a little bit beyond where you were. So he was just a little bit beyond where I was, right? In terms of his speaking, in terms of where he was financially and all, the, all of those things. So I didn't need to be exposed to, um, you know, Tony Robbins at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever he was already making I didn't need to see the millionaire's lifestyle. Right. I just needed to see somebody getting on a plane. Mm. And by the way, we was not sitting in first class. No. We were sitting geek. in the back. It was North, that's back when Northwest Airlines was yeah. popping. Yeah. We were in, sitting in the back geek. I'm talking about right next to each other like this. Yeah. And then staying at hotels with... The double bed, you know what I'm saying? In the best Western and things of that nature. You know, I didn't even know that was a first class. Uh, you did, I had no idea. No, no, I'm saying by that, I just mean it was oblivious to me. Like, I didn't walk past first class and go, man, Ooh, we first class. In first class. Yeah. I'm just being real. Just I wasn't like, happy to be on the plane. Bro, I wasn't even tripping yeah, on that. I was plan. just geek. Wow. What's our seats? We were sitting together. Oh, yeah. I was oh. geek. We had, and we had the thing, one plane we went on, we didn't know no better. We had the spirit, and the seats didn't go back. 
Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we was like, okay, don't ever do that again. Yeah, well, we get beat. a long flight to be doing that. Yeah, and we then, went to Cali straight on yeah. coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. not, again, don't don't, don't cry for me. I'm just saying, like, it was no such yeah. thing as, no, like, no, oh, no, you about yeah. the first class that yeah, I had, like you said. Economy, might, I don't even think it was no comfort economy back in those no, days. No. It was just first class and, and coach. the rest of us. Yeah, yeah and we, we had, yeah, we the, had the whole world. But, but yeah. even, again, imagine your level of exposure. I remember thinking it was a huge deal yeah. that we went out there for two weeks. Yeah. I remember thinking it was a huge deal that you was flying back to preach yeah. and then flying back. Yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> we big time. <laughs> he flying back to preach, then coming Come back right out back. to Cali. Yeah. Like that was huge for me. That was everything. And so again, don't, don't get caught up in like, oh, I need to be with E. It might be somebody in your community. It might be yeah, somebody yeah, not even yeah, that yeah. far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who could just expose you to the next level. And one, the thing I love about, you know, our success and, and the way that we got to this level is it's been building blocks. Yeah. Every step was like a little further. And again, people are always like, oh, how does it feel? Y'all travel the world. Y'all do all that. And, I'm, and I swear to you, it's not me trying to be like pseudo humble or nothing like yeah. that. It's like, bro, it really does not feel that crazy. Yeah, because... Yeah, it was steps. It came in steps, it dog. Steps. It yeah. came in like the most like small increment. Like now, like I said, had we been, you know, speaking and we would have went to Cali that time, yeah. Oprah would have been like, come through, and yeah. we was on Oprah Winfrey yeah. show and we blew up. Yeah. I'd have been like, okay, this is yeah. out of this bounds. is beyond me. Yeah. Our, right. <laughs> Our success never came like yeah, that. Never. It, it, it never came yeah. like that. It was like, oh, okay, he got a little write-up in like a little small town newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, okay, you got a, it was a little bit bigger newspaper. Yeah. Then we was on the local news. Remember, it was like a couple times we went on the local news yeah. thinking yeah. like, we was on like, good morning, San Bernardino. We was like, good morning, San Bernardino. We was like, ah, turn your, turn your TV on. Turn your TV on. Bro, we, yeah. uh, again, but that was huge for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, so when you went on Steve Harvey, yeah. it wasn't a, he yeah. hosted. Well, well, we actually had did Steve Harvey on a radio uh, like a live radio. He right, was at the right. mall. Yeah. So the first time we went on Steve Harvey's show was us just sitting, and we weren't even scheduled. Oh, bro. We, we had like, and we there. had like four minutes. And shout yeah. out to Steve who always yeah. been great to us. Yeah. Even back then, before this was yeah. before they knew, we. he had no clue who we were. Yeah. He just knew we were doing a program. And you could probably still look it up on YouTube. And I remember yeah. he was like, hey, hold up. Stop all of this. This man coming into this community, he ain't no E from a pile of wood. And it was like, this man coming into this community, Y'all bring y'all kids out and support this program. Mm-hmm. On the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the Crenshaw Mall, live remote broadcast. So when I met him for real, like on his show, I was standing I in the back tripping because I met him like before. Yeah. I had met him before. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, to see his point, you have to be careful that you don't go from obscurity to your number one dream because then you finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's mm-hmm. over. So it's actually the journey Mm-hmm. That makes it sweet. Yeah. You know, it's the process. It's like, I'm just being real. Thanksgiving, when I make my turkey, it's like once I make it and people start eating it, it's anticlimactic at that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all eating it now, it's yeah. over. Yeah. You know, but but when I go to the grocery store and buy that joker and I'm looking for the right one, the organic boy, I'm looking for a certain pound because I can't get it too big, too small. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? When I go to the store and get the seasonings, when I'm you know getting the ice to put in the big cooler, dropping it in the bag, and, and Carl like, yo, how is this one going to taste? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to let this soak for three. It's on and popping. Yeah. And then I'm checking it when I come 
come home, making sure it's straight, you know, putting it in the oven, yep. taking pics. So, you know, that's when it's fine. Putting it in the hookup, trying to get it to the church, stay warm, to my aunt's crib, stay warm. And then they eating it and everybody like, oh, this the ba- e, yeah. this the that's the journey is the process is what I enjoy. Once the turkey is done and y'all eating it all up, that at that point, bro, it's over. Yeah, it's yeah. done. So people trying to rush to get from here to here, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have another 30 years left, another 20 years left, and then you ain't got nothing if that makes sense. Yeah, so, but they gotta be careful too, because when they rushing to get from here to here, you gotta remember, exposure can be uh taken on, good or bad. Yeah. Oh, no question. I remember one thing as a police officer. I remember meeting kids and I remember seeing like when they committed a crime or something and I would just look like if you go to the parents house or if you go to like the family, the family come up to the station and things like that, you can see where this kid picked up this exposure from. So the same way how exposure would do something good for you, if you're not careful, it could also, you'll sit up and say, how did I end up in this position? Without even knowing, without even trying. The same way in a good way, you say, man, how did I end up on stage with the number one motivation speaker in the world? How did I become? How did I, right. (laughs) And then now, when you're hanging with the wrong kind of people, getting the wrong kind of exposure, now you wonder, how do I have four kids with four different baby mamas? It's all about that exposure. I got two kids doing time in jail. You know what I'm saying? It's about that exposure. Like, who are you hanging around? So you got to be careful at the same time. Because exposure can still have a negative effect on you in the same way it can have a positive effect on you. Yeah, it's impossible to go through, though, and think of, man, my mind is racing because, to your point and to your point, when you think about, uh, Maul always says, one man's obedience. It's connected to so many people's destinies. Right. And that was never so apparent when we talk about, all right, so just look at Bell Tower Ministries, you going to Oakwood doing what you're supposed to do. You just talked about the level of exposure that you gave me, right? And so I was able to do some things and have some moments. And then yesterday was, I mean, maybe one of the biggest moments just for us as a crew. Um, When you think about me being able to expose Toby to something, right? And so, man, I I should have led the podcast with this, doggone it. So yesterday, and this is one day we're recording this on Dr. King Day, but yesterday, Michelle Obama puts her like official 2020 playlist up and puts Toby, I'm dope, on her official playlist that she like sent out to all the Twitter and all the IG. Millions. 35 35 million followers. And I'm sitting here thinking of like, you know, like uh, when they try to solve like a murder and they put up all the like strings that go to like, and I'm like, dog, just think of like, I don't know if it's called a Venn diagram. I'm not, I didn't pay attention like that in school, but like imagine what the web would look like wow. to like who exposed Mr. B. Yeah. Like where did he get that from? And then you got it and passed it to me and I passed it to Toby and then think of like who's going to come under Toby. It's like, dog, it's like your, to your point, one man's obedience is connected to so many other people's destiny. Like, had you not exposed me to that, I wouldn't have been able to give Toby the game like I gave Toby the game. You know what I'm saying? Now he got, doggone, the most popular person on planet Earth, yeah. Michelle Obama, yeah. you know, rocking to his music. Yeah. Like, think about, like, what that really takes in terms of, you know, obedience and sacrifice. So it's like, man, when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're not handling business and you quitting and not exposing other people, you're doing well, not only selfish. Your, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, yeah. you're doing a disservice to everybody who was supposed to glean off of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a scary thing, bro, to yeah. really think about how 
You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, nah. Um, man, what do, what do y'all think about Toby and Michelle? Did y'all see that post? I did. I saw it. I, I, for me, I was just like, here, 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 and to your point, Maul, I'm not tripping on what Toby's doing because I met him and I know how talented he was. I'm tripping on the time frame. Mm-hmm. Like how, to your point, with exposure, yeah. with him having us, you know, not necessarily as it relates to his talent and what he's doing, but having us in terms of the process yeah. and knowing like, okay, get twisted Tuesday. I mean, um, get twisted Sunday. Thank God it's Monday. Like him just having that, okay, I can call CJ the majority of the time to get boom, you know, with I say Quincy Jones and then just calling me on the spiritual, yeah. you know, tip and the maturity tip. And just to see how he's taking that information and how quickly he is blown up. Like, it's a lot of people that do well, but it may take them 10, 20 years, whatever. Like, in the short time span that he started with the I'm So Gone challenge to where he is now and the milestones that he's hitting. You know, uh, Erica Badu, David Chappelle, you know, then BET, then you know, whatever the sponsors were. I don't know if it was McDonald's, whoever it was. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the video games, football, uh, basketball, football. 2K, yep. Ba- MLB. Baseball, Sway, Sway. You know what I'm saying? Sway. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cypress Hill. You know what I'm saying? Then he hit, um, what was that just recently? Um, come on, E. Um, well, Michelle Obama. You know what I'm saying? And just to see how... Uh, the BET Awards, actually, you know, BET Awards, like just to see, like, wow, the magazines, you know, just uh, Houston, the mayor coming out, giving him the key to the city. It's just like, yo, you know, married, because he wasn't married when I first, married, all of a sudden not married to married with two kids. You, you know what I'm saying? And just the stuff that, you know, him and Nell and, and Fat are doing, it's just like, yo, Toad, you've covered a lot of ground quickly you know and again that comes from imagine if he had to do it by himself without having that's why a lot of kids out here yo i'm i'll do it by myself i don't need nobody yeah you don't but it may take you 25 years with that mentality whereas if you lean on people you can trust and people who've already gone through the process it's what i tell my son all the time yo bro i'm 49 you ain't never been 49 but i've been 24 exactly (laughs) you feel me so like i'm just trying to tell you you want to do it on your own you can't but i've been 24 bro you ain't never been 49 you feel me so you might want to you might want to listen to what i'm trying to tell you i've been married longer than you've been alive Mm. you feel what i'm saying like you might want to listen to me because what i can do for you is get you to happiness a lot faster than if you try to figure it out on your own Mm -hmm. yeah no question Big time, man. No. Um, appreciate the convo, man. We appreciate our sponsor, Organifi. Yeah. Shout out to them yeah. for uh, being an incredible sponsor of this podcast. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, man. Use the promo code SUCCESS for 20% off. Uh, we appreciate them rocking with us as always, man. Um, man, shout out to Carl, man. We miss Carl, man. Oh, yeah, sure. The amazing He'll sensation. We'll get him back on the podcast as well. Um, l- real quick, I wanted to get y'all, uh, you know, we got... I guess we had one more before the Super Bowl, but we yeah. saw the AFC NFC championships. <laughs> uh, I I thought Lamar I was going to be in there. Well, I'm saying before the year started, you know, though, we predicted the Chiefs was going to go. We did, Be- yeah. Before the hype, though, yeah. Before the hype, uh, you might got caught up later with the hype. Yeah, Lamar. But, yeah, I had Lamar. Fever. No question. Yeah. And, uh, it didn't but, work yeah. out. Uh, so you 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 a Raven? I can't remember. Oh, Redskins. Yeah, yeah. So you wasn't. Yeah, you you in Lions territory. Uh, but no. So uh, San Fran versus yeah. KC. Yeah. 
I didn't see San Fran coming I, I at the beginning of this year. I saw San Fran. Yeah, that defense, the, the defensive okay. line. Yeah. I didn't see the Chiefs. San yeah. Fran, definitely. Well, I saw the Chiefs just because last year to me, he almost beat Brady. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, if you almost beat Brady last year, I didn't think, I, I didn't think that the Patriots going to be that stacked. Had they stayed with Gordon, yep. had A.B. not you know, had the challenges that he had, I think they would have won. Yeah, yeah. But you got Brady, 41 years old, with he had no... No weapons. Weapons at all. Period weapons. Somebody text him like he might be coming to the Lions. I'm like, unbelievable. The oh, Lion really? fans are just the Lion fans are saying that. <laughs> right. Oh, the Lion, oh, the Lion right. fans like he coming to the he coming. Uh, that would like, be like how when Jordan went to the Wizards. Oh, <laughs> just and he'd be, and, and our luck, I promise you, he wouldn't be able to worse. throw a ball more than five yeah. yards and come yeah. to the line. So, so I, I I saw you know KC <laughs> going, but to your point, I didn't see San Fran. Um, I don't know who I thought I. Oh, I had I had the Saints going. I had the Saints oh, yeah, going. No, I had sure. Saints KC. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, you know, I said the Lions teasing, but, you know, all the home fans would be like, oh, you didn't say the Lions. I did. And look what happened. Yeah. Um, I but, said the Lions every year until we get uh, mathematically right, eliminated right, in right, week four. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We dang. <laughs> <laughs> we already. <laughs> like, shoot. That's it. Got, you know Man, hey, this, the, this the psyche <laughs> of a Lions fan. Yeah. This <laughs> our year. Yeah. We got them. We win one to start out. We like, yeah, yeah finally. Yeah. We own. Boom, we lose about eight straight and then start looking at uh, who the best college players are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man. Who coming man, out? Here go the bad part about the Lions. It's like, you, the second half of the season, you got to root against them. You like, y'all bums better not win now. Yeah. And mess up. We done won the last two and try to uh, worsen our draft yeah. position. You're like, yeah. man, so you got to yeah. cheer against the Lions in yeah. the second half of the season. One day, dog. One day. Yeah, this is going to be a tough Super Bowl, though. One yeah. day. No, you it's going to be a great Super Bowl. This is going to be probably one yeah. of the best Super Bowls in yeah. recent I'm years. I'm going with the KC, though, because I'm hoping it's been a while since... Um, okay, uh, the Washington Redskins, Doug Doug Williams. It's been a minute. So um, I know we had... What's your boy? What? Russell Se- Wilson. One yeah, one. Seahawks, yeah. So you had... That's two. So I'm saying the league been out for 100 years. We had two, so... But that's why I was hoping Lamar. I want to... I'm talking about Lamar real, would have been in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, he came with the brains, the twisties. Oh, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Kodak Black would have been yeah. Super Bowl performance. Oh, no you know what I'm saying? No <laughs> had Kodak doing that. Kodak would have came out. <laughs> little yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Super Bowl, we'd have been yeah. lit. He'd have been, sure. Yeah, he'd have let him out for a couple hours. Instead, right. we got Garoppolo. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. So, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, also, what other announcements we got? Oh, we got, man, uh, we, got uh, we got Make Real Estate Real. Make Real Estate Make Real, Real, Real two-day seminar uh, in D.C., the 25th and the 26th. Yep. Shout out to our sponsor, D.C. Invest. Yes, in the building. Can I build? Marcus, Marcus and Reggie. Can we get, the, can we get, the, uh, get him on camera? Come on, oh, yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, come in on over. Yeah, yeah, come on over. Uh, hey, the thing I love about the thing I love about We got a black quarterback. You know what I'm saying? We got a black quarterback. Yeah, what's up, boy? Appreciate you. Shout out to our sponsor. DC yeah, yeah, invest. We got, we got, best. We got Lamar Jackson in the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know I mean? The thing uh, I love about them, man, they just not, I mean, they actually investors themselves too. So yeah. I had a great uh, weekend. I went out to DC, spent some time with Marcus and Reggie. They took me around and showed me some of the projects they got going on and stuff. So yeah, so they legit. 
Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate it. What's yeah. the uh, the website? Give them the, the site. DCinvestllc.com. DCinvestllc.com. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, make sure y'all check them out, man. Again, to do what we do always takes great sponsors and, and, and great you know relationships, business relationships, yeah. things of that nature. So we appreciate it. Exposure. Um, uh, Phenomenal Life Mexico is sold out, Woo. so I would you know what I'm saying I wouldn't I'm tell y'all hurt. to come. Man, I but it's hurt. sold out. Now nah, you know what happened now though. Yeah, but no, no, no. Everybody I'm trying to get somebody mom. on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm trying did? to get somebody on, and you know me, I'm calling like I need that. They like uh, ain't yeah. no more room. I said no, no, don't play. This, this ET. I said don't play. <laughs> this is we have no advertising stuff. Yeah, They're yeah. like no, no, no. There's no more rooms in our spot. Yeah. I was like, you lying. It was like, nah. They put them on the waiting list. I was hurt. Wait, I was like, it's my mama. mama. You yeah, know what I'm well, yeah, yeah. She can stay with you. Mama. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh, hey, no, we got, but, bro, you got the uh, presidential. You got eight bedrooms in there. Mom can't stay in one. Let's see, let's see the configuration of that. Oh, you're going to see the can You're going to make sure how yeah. Make sure you got at least three doors down. Um, he said that, my ain't said that. No. Uh, so give me, uh, somebody help me out with the other dates real quick. We got, I know we got, we got, uh, you're not the boss of me. Houston, February 8th. February 9th. Go be there on the 8th in your hotel. Be settled. And then on the 9th, yep. uh, which is Sunday, uh, let's make it happen. So February up night. Uh, February 20, Extreme Execution Coaching in Lansing, Michigan. Ooh. That's the 22nd and 23rd. And then, oh, don't trip. Yours truly, we move in, game changers, yeah, back yeah, to the yeah, elbow, yeah, yeah. so you can get that crack chicken and oh, the crack I'm message. You can get both of them, you can get the message first, then the crack chicken when you finish. Yeah, all my it. speakers, gamechangers.com, yeah. uh, etagamechangers.com, make sure you go check us out. We'd love to have you up. In um, our building. You got the 1% yep. dates. Yep, yep, and then, man, let me tell y'all something. UK. For all y'all that missed yeah. the 1% in Miami, yeah. it was fire. Fire. E.T. the hip hop preacher came out on stage. Well, they came first. <laughs> he came they out on stage. Standard. No, come on, man. <laughs> they set the standard. E.T. the hip hop preacher came out on stage, and he was the old hip hop preacher. Yeah. I mean, he mm. came out and Chunky. straight up <laughs> brought that fire. So for all y'all that you know missed it, hey, we going to London. Yeah, March the seventh. London. 7th. Make sure y'all come out, man. We yeah. super excited. Y'all been hitting this up for a minute. This is our first event. Our own event. Say it again. All right, this is our own event. All right, this is... sponsoring this. Yeah, this is not somebody brought E in and paid him to come speak. This is ETA event, our very first official, official. Our squad, our team, uh, we all there. We running the show top to bottom, so we super excited, looking forward to that. It's going to be ET the whole time. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of me, Marl and Tiff sprinkled in, but you're going to get a lot of ET, and I know that's what y'all want. So looking forward to the UK... Uh, coming there, getting them fish and chips. You know what I'm saying? Fish and chips. <laughs> I had fish and chips for the first time, by the way. Oh, did Thanks oh, to the yeah, Queen yeah, family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they put me on. What was yep. it? Uh, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Was it straight in Mexico? Oh, it was wonderful. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Mexico? Oh, yeah, bro. Fish and chips. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. good. Wow, okay. uh, Cabo kind of like L.A., though. It ain't like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Cabo like a little different. They a little bit more Western now. You know, so, yeah, so definitely make sure you come out to London. Uh, your boy get the opportunity to um, to welcome, not welcome, to introduce yeah. the hip hop preacher to the stage. Oh man, April eighteenth, Los Angeles, California. Ooh, Ooh, we're going back to Cali, mm. Cali, yeah. Cali. Yeah. 
we go up. E crib might be done by then. Uh, we'll see. Oh yeah, no, I got. What was the date again? That's uh, April eighteenth. Oh no, we gonna have a little bit of way to go. Oh see, for party real? at your house. Oh yeah, I wish. We just go out to the dirt and just hang it's out. Okay. Yeah, we can if you want to. I do. Yeah, let's you know go. Okay. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Dirt it is. May twenty third. We back right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, hey, oh, that's what's up. One percent. Yeah, one percent. Yeah, Beautiful. Yep, May twenty third. And then June 6th, Houston, Texas. Mmm, that's going to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be real hot. Who put, who put it in Houston in June? I don't know. Probably we had an AC on. Yeah. All right, this is the big one here. June the 20th, we going to Honolulu. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Honolulu. Oh, yeah, for sure. For the Pro Bowl. For the Pro Bowl. Uh, July 25th, we're in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're in Toronto. We're going to in a minute. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was telling somebody, I was like, man, that was one of our spots. Like, yeah, before, Toronto was huge. Oh, it was back and forth. Yeah. He, he, that might have been the first place he was kind of popping on the low. No question. Like, where really? we would go and they yeah. would be, like, geeked up. Yeah, Toronto was mm -hmm. fine. October the 24th, Washington, D.C. Yep. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, we're going, we're going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going back. We're going back to the, the last, to the capital. Last 1% of the year is in Reno, Nevada. Don't say that. I'm trying to get shot down. I'm trying to get us on the schedule. I don't know who didn't put us on the schedule. But I'm trying to get Chi-Town on the schedule. I know I got to make some calls. Let's go. But I'm trying to get us on the schedule, y'all. Let's so. go. Just pray God bless us with like five more weekends this year. You know what I'm saying? We need like extra weekends, extra Saturdays and Sundays. We'll, we'll double one up. I'm I'm double you. one up. I'm with it. So that's November the 14th in yeah, Reno. Then let's say we throw Chi-Town on there. Yeah. Hey, Chi-Town came out last year. It, they came out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know why. Almost a thousand. It was 1,100. Oh, so why it was 1,100? Why are we going Stand to- Standing room only. Why are we going to Reno again? No, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, right. I'm sorry for that. But man, though, we um, our sponsors for all the 1%, man. DC, DC invest. invested. Yeah. DC has invested. <laughs> right. In oh, us. Yeah, they've invested in us. Yeah. Hey, and on the sneak tip, I'm not supposed to be announcing this out loud because Tiffany and I don't have the exact dates or cities, but Tiff and I this year, somewhere in the USA, we're going to do a seven-day revival. Mm. Tiffany and ET, seven days we going in like old school, mm. like when I was back in the day. Don't know when, don't know where. I'll be back again. But we going the revival was coming, y'all. Hey, uh, appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you for letting us use your hotel room, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Didi. Yeah, thank you, Dilsey. And <laughs> where not been out yet. In room right. seven over there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but no, I appreciate y'all listening, man. As always, shout out to everybody for coming through. We got a whole room squad in here. Shout out to Val, Nikki. Can we get Nick a span? Can we? Can we? You know what I'm saying? Can we yeah, show you know who's in the room. Yeah, exactly. Can we like, it? And the big guy yeah. in the corner. That's Tommy. Oh, that's Tommy, that's right Tommy there. with yeah, the Tommy. Make Real Estate Real shirt yeah. on. Yeah, he, he's cut. Yeah, I know Tommy will, ain't got a job. But he will shoot you. <laughs> yeah, he's cuddly, but he will shoot you if you run up on E. You know what I'm saying? He run up on E. Hey, if run I up preach. on me one time this year, please. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I promise you. Oh, man. Hey, no, we were in uh, Mexico, and these dudes tried to kind of run up on the oh, Tommy Graham man by the shirt. was like, hey, man, get you. Oh, I was like, yeah. He tried to run up on the what? He tried oh, to run up know, on the truck. All all everybody was in the truck, and my man tried to run up and just try to, I want to open the door up, and we all in the car, and Tommy just, <laughs> ah, what are you trying take to off. Up? I don't know. You know, they just be like aggressive, like trying to get, I think, you know, trying to get you to come to their place. Buy weed or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh, you know, they just yeah. doing too much. Like, are we going to, like, we pulled up, like, we weren't even getting out right there, but they thought we were getting out. So my man, like, yanked open the door and, like, leaned in the car, like, hey, and Tommy was like, 
I was like, oh, yep. Yeah. We put the right person in that seat. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because right Maul ain't no cop right no more. Yeah. Nah, uh-uh. yeah. Maul would have called the police. Uh-uh. Now, you know what I would have did? I would have tried to use my speaker skills. I would have tried to <laughs> talk about I would have tried to talk about bro. I would have tried to motivate him. Yeah. Hey, brother, you don't want to do this. <laughs> Let me give you three reasons you why you don't want to do this. Reason number one. Reason number one. You don't want to do this. Reason number one. Yeah. Do you know you could have a building that, that, that could paper whatever you're you trying to sell me right now? It's another way for this. Exactly. Hey, but for real, make sure. Um, I, I know, you know, we're joking and playing, but exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure wherever you are, you know, you can start with YouTube. That's the cool thing about the internet. You don't even have to know nobody. So if it's like you want to be the next Oprah Winfrey, you want to be the next Tyler Perry, you want to be the next Kobe Bryant, whatever, you can literally go online yeah. and study them and research them and put on your list. Somebody showed me yesterday, E, my 2020 list was to meet you. They literally put that down, and guess what happened? I ended up coming to Atlanta and coming into they, you know, right in their backyard, and they got a chance to meet me. So make sure you have a, like, what do you want to get exposed to? Like, don't let it be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ro- uh, ro- reactive. Like, be proactive. Like, really write down, yeah. this is where I want to be exposed to. These are the people. This is the place. This is the time. Write it all down. And I guarantee you, man, like, for real, I'll never forget I told C, like, a couple years ago, like, yo, we need investors, like, now. Nah. Like, we need people to help sponsor, you know, whatever. And then, boom, we woke up one day, boom, we got sponsored for the year. Yeah. You feel me? So even ET got to write stuff down. Like, don't think I'm like, I got everything right. in life I want. We still talking Nobel. Last night, somebody hit me. was like, yo, E, I read the You Not the Boss of Me book. Yo, I can see you winning the Nobel Prize. People buying it, taking the test. So I'm writing it down, and then things are happening even for me right now. So exposure. Don't just listen for entertainment. Do what we told you to do, and I'm telling you, you're going to be grateful. Your 30-year-old is going to be grateful for the 20-year-old for doing it. Hey, appreciate that, Nugget. We out of here. We'll see you next week. Let's go. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your 